Hey everyone, Monica Weston here. Good morning to you all. Um, on this morning, I am here to answer a few questions um, in regards to the recent tragedy that has occurred uh, on this week in Texas. Before I go any further, I want to say that our continuous prayers and condolences go out to all of the families and the entire uh, community located in Texas. And we want you all to know that our prayers, our thoughts are not just with you uh, on today, but also even in the days to come. And so with that being said, uh, the questions that I want to answer on this morning um, is in regards to how, as a parent, as an educator, do you talk with your children about the recent uh, tragedy that has occurred, as well as uh, safety measurements. Um, as a, a therapist, as a temperament therapist um, with Grace to Live Counseling Center, um, what I'm about to provide is definitely not the all all of the tips, but I want to provide some uh, tips, uh, keys for you as a parent and an educator. And for more or to uh, for further information, please connect with us at Grace to Live Counseling uh, Center. And also, uh, we provide a therapy for girls and women, and we are supporting uh, your journey to healing and wholeness. So with that being said, on today, let's just talk about uh, some of the uh, tips that we can provide uh, to our children uh, in regards to uh, this tragedy and also uh, perhaps, you know, what has even occurred in the past. And so first and foremost, um, it is imperative that as a parent, as an educator, that you find out what your child or your student knows about the event. Even if you haven't discussed it um, it together as of yet. Uh, the child may have already heard about it in the news, on social media, um, or even perhaps from other classmates or other you know, friends that they don't even go to school with. And so your child's perception of what has happened may be very different from the actual reality of that event. So if you're taking notes on today, uh, this uh, these resources will also be available at Grace Solips center.org. But let me just provide you uh, with these resources. As I said, if you're writing them down, I want to say first or second rather, is that assure uh, the child that it is okay uh, to talk about sad or scary events. Um, it is also okay to admit, for your child to admit, let them know um, that it is okay to admit about feeling scared, you know, sad of, of, you know, for what has occurred and even angry, you know, um, let them know that it is okay to be angry as well and to acknowledge that you um, as an adult, we as adults are perhaps having these same feelings also. Sometimes as adults, we don't admit that to children because we say that, you know, we are the adult. But I find that children will sometimes open up even the more if we as adults, you know, you know, are at times transparent with our young people. So once again, assure your child, assure your student that it is okay to feel sad and scared because we as adults have those feelings as well. And so the next um T, uh, tip or key that I want to give to you is that encourage 
questions, um, both now and also in the future. Sometimes when you go to your child and they may say, you know, mom, dad, or even as an educator, I don't really want to talk about it right now. And it is okay. Don't pressure them into talking about, you know, things that they're not ready to talk about, but also let them know that, listen, when you are ready to talk about it, um, please, I encourage your questions um, and let them know that it is okay to come to you when you when they are ready. And when they do come to you, uh, try not to do all of the talking, but be a listener. It is important that as parents, as educators, that we listen to our young people. Um, David, I want to give this quote by David Schofield, and he states, that like adults, children are better able to cope with a crisis if they feel they understand it. Um, so in other words, questions and answers exchanges provide you with the opportunity to offer continuous support as your child or your student begins to understand the crisis and the response to it. Okay, so encourage them, let them know once again that it is okay to ask questions now and in the future. Also, let them know that no question is dumb, right? So, you know, they may ask you questions that you may not know all of the answers to and be willing to admit that. Um, the next tip is, is that reassure the child that many people are working to keep them safe. Um, understand that when a child has questions such as, and many of them have these questions even still on this day, why did this happen? They go, they're going to ask that, right? If not now, they will ask. They may not ask you. They may ask their, their, their teacher. They may ask someone that they feel safe with, right? And so their question uh, may be, why did this happen? The other question may be, am I safe? Okay, so reassure the child that there are many, while there are many people that are in this world that do really bad things. However, um, don't always focus on the negative. Focus also on the positive. Even as uh, youth ministers, uh, youth pastors, focus on the positive. Reassure the child that there are many people that are keeping them safe. So give them the positive, okay? Um, the next thing is, is that in sharing information, be honest, okay? Be, be honest, be mindful of the child's age. So what do we mean by that? The National Association of School Psychologists offers this quote as well. And, and they tell us that um, early elementary school children need brief, simple information. So too much information is just going to bombard them, bombard them or overwhelm them many times. So we don't want that to happen, okay? Um, you, As a parent, I suggest that you brace yourself, um, you know, because you yourself might be feeling overwhelmed. You know, you're feeling sad for these in, with this recent... Um, event and how could you not right we are all feeling what has taken place and it is okay to embrace what it is that you are feeling however with early elementary uh, school students they only need brief, simple information that should be balanced with reassurances that their school and homes are safe, right? 
we know that right now they're not, uh, there are things that are happening. Again, you want to reassure them that there are people that are wanting to keep them safe. So give them examples of school safety when it comes to them asking questions, am I safe? Give them examples, give them scenarios examples of schools, uh, school safeties, like reminding children about, you know, exterior doors being locked, right? A uh, child monitoring um, efforts, you know, uh, on the, the playground, okay? They can also take part in that as well. Um, emergency uh, drills, practice during the school day. So these are things that should be happening throughout the school, the doors, all of that uh, should be happening when it comes to safety. Um, also, uh, with upper elementary and middle uh, school children, uh, we'll do more vocal in asking questions. So the smaller kids sometimes may not do that, but I find that um, that there are um, upper elementary and middle school uh, students that are very vocal in asking questions. Y'all, this is an entire, totally generation that we are dealing with on today. So they are very vocal about their questions about whether they are truly safe and what it is be what is being done in their school. And so we can tell them, yes, you know, certain things are not safe, but there are still people that that are in this world that are working to keep them safe. Uh, some students, some uh, children may need assistance in separating a reality uh, from fantasy. OK, and we can go more into that at another time, but discuss efforts of school uh, and community leaders to provide safe uh, safe schools. So with our upper elementary students, encourage them, right? When they come to you to talk with you and ask you questions, encourage them to get involved uh, with their student council um, at their local schools in within their community. Um, encourage them also to be a part of the solution and not the problem. So what does that mean? What does that look like? Um, putting down the guns, right? Um, um, how to discuss, you know, uh, uh, rather than shooting it out, how to be able to talk it out, um, be a part of the solution and not the problem. Uh, remember, once again, that it is okay to admit that you as a parent, we as a therapist, we as uh, 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 youth pastors, youth leaders, um, educators, uh, parents, that we do not have all of the answers. Remember that. We do not have all of the answers, but what we do have is a listening ear. We can listen to our children. That is so key uh, for this generation today. Even if we don't have all of the answers and let them know, listen, I don't have all of the answers, right? Let them know I am sad about, you know, what has taken place, you know, but let's sit down. Let's try to go over it together um, as a family, as a community, uh, you know, what we can do to better get involved within your local communities, your local uh, officials and talk to them about how a new uh, measurements can be implemented within and around our schools. Also, as a parent, as an educator, as a youth leader, um, again, whatever category you fall into on today, 
one of the other things is in listening, you have to be patient. So being patient, listening, you have to put your phones down to listen to your children because some, and have them put their phones down as well and talk with you. This is something that I believe um, as a therapist that we have to get back into within our homes, within our communities is getting back to talking, communicating effectively, and also in communicating, it will require patience. Again, everyone, we are living and we are dealing with an entirely different generation. So be patient, okay? If the child doesn't have much to say right now, give him or her some time and let them know again, that they can come back with more questions and talk about these events when they are ready, okay? I know that sometimes as parents, talk to me, talk to me, tell me what's going on. I need to know. Even if it's not related to a tragedy, sometimes as parents, because we're, you know, sometimes we're quick to say, I'm the parent and you're the child. You need to tell me what's going on. I get it. I totally understand that. But because we are dealing with an entirely different generation, okay, we have to learn patience. Did I say that we will always get it right? Absolutely not. But if the child doesn't have much to say right now, allow them their time. Encourage them even to write out their feelings. Like I encourage uh, women, girls within our practice uh, to write out your feelings. Therapy, journaling is a, a therapeutic uh, 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 process that you can uh, implement in your everyday life. It is helpful. It has helped me, and I'm sure that it will help you as well. So be patient. Um, so if they show signs of depression, okay, this is one thing that I also want to implement here, that in being patient, if your child um, starts to um, exhibit depression, anxiety over time, uh, speak immediately with a local pediatrician or even contact a, a therapist, right? Um, or a school counselor for guidance. Don't be afraid. You know, sometimes as parents, we say, oh my God, what are people going to think of me if I reach out and get my child some help? Listen, what are people going to think if you don't reach out and get your child some help? And quite frankly, it doesn't matter what people think at this point. We want you as a parent to understand that none of us know everything and we all need a positive village when it comes to raising our child at every area, at every level of their life. So don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, we are a faith-based practice, a faith-based center. And so I encourage you as parents, if you have daughters, um, even you as a parent, as a woman, right? We don't do counseling for men. However, we do refer out. So I want you to know that don't be afraid to reach out. Um, and uh, if your child, if your child starts to show types of depression, anxiety over time, don't wait, get the help that they need right away. Um, one last thing that I want to provide um, some other steps that are very, very important is that turn off the news. I know that we have to stay current with, uh, you know, the events that are going on. But after you have heard about it, I want to encourage you on this morning, 
as a parent and even for your children. Turn off the news. Why am I saying that? Media images can add to the trauma of a tragedy, uh, particularly for young children, okay? Images on the television, because our children, a lot of them are very visual. So images on the television, in video, and on the internet can be confusing and also disorienting um, as uh, dramatic images are repeated over and over again. And we know that on media, on the news, they play the stories, they talk about it over and over again, okay? So I want to encourage you on today as parents, educators, uh, leaders to uh, encourage, you know, to turn off the news and know how to move forward, transition out of it, all right? Um, because Many times, uh, uh, you know, children believe that the tragedy has happened many times. So they'll keep replaying and they'll keep thinking, oh, my God, this has happened again. And although things are happening over and over again, but we have to protect our children in turning off the news. Yes, we understand that this is a real world that they are living in. But we also want them to know that even though a lot of negative things are happening, there are still a lot of positive things that are going on as well. Um, um, another uh, resource that I want to recommend is a look for kid-friendly sources of information. Uh, these might include uh, positive children books, uh, magazines, uh, websites for children who want to learn more. So when they are, um, when you are researching that um, for your um, or older children, and even for some of the younger children, sit down with them, right? Don't be afraid. I know we got a lot, of, lot going on, but time is of the essence. And one thing, when your child becomes an adult, one thing that we don't want them to be guilty of is that we did not take the time out for them. We don't want them to say, oh, my parents never took time with me. Listen, if it has happened, make the corrective uh, measurements, uh, implement new things going forward, okay? None of us are here to judge. We all make mistakes. We are all in this together. This is why we're here on this morning, okay? So I encourage you to look for kid-friendly sources of information. Also, encourage your child to express feelings and ideas through familiar activities. So one of the other things that we do in our practice is that um, art therapy, right? Play therapy. Um, so these, uh, a lot of children love to draw. So they may not um, actually be able to discuss uh, or their feelings uh, verbally, but if you set before them, especially with our younger children, if you set before them maybe a drawing, a piece of paper and a, 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 um, a crayon or a, 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 a something that they can write with or draw with. If you set that in front of them and, and ask them to draw, uh, you know, what it is, you know, give them different scenarios, they will do it as opposed to sometimes expressing what they actually uh, verbally are feeling, okay? So through familiar activities, all right? Um, the last thing is talk about people once again, who are helping. And we talked about that already. Um, so that is what I want to say uh, to us on today. Once again, this is not all of uh, the tips that we can provide, but I hope that this is something that will kind of help uh, you as a parent 
as an educator to kind of move forward uh, with what has happened. And once again, I, not once again, but allow me to say that it is okay not to rush the process. Don't be afraid to, you know, to take baby steps, right? But I want to uh, suggest that you take a step, okay? So don't sit still, but do not rush the process, okay? And even in that, um, try to make uh, to keep up the 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 normal routine, um, and I know that it's hard and it will be hard. But try to keep up the the normal routine within your households, within your organizations, um, because when you keep up that normal routine, it will also help a child or even children deal with difficult feelings as well as uh, doing fun things that you both enjoy. So when you turn off the media turn off things, get your children out of the house. Even, you know, if it's just going to the park, try to change up, right? When I say change up, but at the same token, stay uh, normal, right? So if, um, let me rephrase that. If you all are normally go to, let's say, um, I don't know, out to eat, you know, to breakfast on Saturday morning. But because of what has happened a few days ago in Texas, you know, everyone's just kind of moping around the house over there. And, you know, your child comes to you and say, oh, mom, dad, are we going for breakfast on today? And you're like, no, we're just going to stay in, you know. And so children feel things, okay? So keep the normal routine. Even though it may be hard, listen, I totally get it. If you have to take a bathroom break and pull yourself together and you reach out to someone, to talk to someone so that you also can keep up the normal routine uh, with your children, okay? Because they need that. Keep up the fun things uh, with your children. Don't change that. Um, stay calm, okay? Uh, emphasize when it comes to stay, uh, safety uh, precautions stay calm. There is an awesome uh, resource website that I want to recommend um, as well. It's called onetoughjob.com. It emphasizes how important it is for adults, uh, educators to manage their own stress, as I just stated a second ago, so that they can be the best caregivers possible. And also to remember that children may be listening to adult conversations. So if you're having a conversation with your mom, your dad, or, you know, people or your friend, you know, about what has happened, try if you can maybe step outside of the home so that your children don't constantly hear uh, some adult conversations. And I get that you still got to talk to them. But at the same token, we at the end of the at the end of the day, still have to, to be the adult. And then lastly, is that get close, okay? Get close. What do I mean by that? Um, give your child, your children, um, extra comfort, especially of what just has occurred, okay? Give them extra comfort and physical affection. And you may say, well, I'm not an affectionate person, guess what? Death and life is in the power of your tongue. So what I want to say is um, find a way 
uh, to change that because our children, this generation, they need love. Yes, they need to be reprimanded in, a, in, in some things, but also at the end of the day, our children need, especially in the time and in the day that we are living in, they are in need of extra comfort and physical affection, like hugs, okay? Uh, embracing them, let, letting them know that it is going to be okay. Even if they do see you cry, it's okay. It is it is it's totally fine that they see you cry because they will understand that they're just not my parent, but they also feel what I am experiencing as well. Okay. Um, physical comfort, believe it or not, goes a long way towards providing inner security. Okay. That closeness. Trust me when I tell you that closeness can nourish you as well. So that is all for today. I hope you all got something um, out of this um, in providing tips about tragedies and safety. And once again, for a further connection, connect with us at gracetolivecenter.org. And if you are a parent of a young lady or even you as a woman are in need, <clears throat> excuse me, of further assistance or just talking to someone, I encourage you to reach out to us today um, and to just further connect with us. Once again, thank you so much for joining in with us for this Grace to Live moment. Have a great day.